What's happening, basketball fans? It's another edition of Restore the Floor, your favorite podcast dealing with your favorite basketball team, the Detroit Pistons and other NBA issues. I'm Stoney. He is Evan Jenkins. How are you? I am wonderful. I'm still doing better than the Pistons did last night. Yeah, that was the New York Knicks own them. It's crazy, isn't it? They play like (laughs) the Nuggets of the 80s scoring 140 points. It's crazy. Yeah, the Pistons not playing much defense. Still some injury concerns. Cade Cunningham still not playing. Jaden Ivey out. They got Bogdanovich back. They got Isaiah Stewart back. But they still lose by 30 points. Yeah, it's wild. And the Cade Cunningham thing. So take what you want with this information. You know, I'm an autograph guy. I collect all that stuff. He had a signing coming up, which has now been canceled. And rescheduled. So I don't know if that means he is indeed going to get the surgery, but at some point you're going to have to make a decision, right? Yes. What is this, five or six games now that he hasn't played in? I think it's even more than that is because it? he missed the whole West Coast trip. Right. And it's just, it's, it's disheartening, but at the same time, you want to treat him like the Lions are with Jamison Williams and make sure that that guy is here for the future. I mean, this team's not making a playoff push anytime soon, I don't think. Right. Even when he had those what, five, six games where he was still really lost. good. Exactly. They still lost. And I know, you know, are they tanking? No, they're not trying to lose games. No, like, no, know, no, no. The no, lineups, no. they want to see the young players get better, obviously, and some of them have. And the Ivy injury is kind of a slight little setback, but they, you know, that happens. And man, it's just, it, it, it's tough. And when you, uh, we've said this before, when you, when you look around the league, and you see the standings, you know, ar- around the whole league. And what is it? I mean, the, the Pistons right now have the worst record in the league, you know, percentages uh, with five wins. You know, so does Orlando. They have five wins, but they haven't played as many games. Houston's in the same boat. San Antonio and Charlotte have won one more game. Oh, if San Antonio gets him. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Could and you my, imagine that? Oh, yeah. The, the lineage. Of number one picks <laughs> from the Admiral to, to Tim, Tim Duncan, Duncan to, to, to Victor. Yeah, that would be uh, incredible. At least it's not going to be the Lakers. That's the incredible one is if somehow the You want La- the pick go to like the Pelicans, the Pelicans or something? Yeah, Victor and Zion. Oh, my goodness. That would that, that would be pretty amazing. So, uh, so last night there were a couple of bright spots, believe it or not, even though um, – he didn't shoot great from the three. I mean, well, he was 50%. He only took two. Bogdanovich only played 19 minutes. But he did, I believe, tie Mookie Blaylock for like 64th or something in all-time NBA three-pointers three made. Mookie Blaylock, the original name of? Uh, Pearl Jam. Yes. Absolutely. Look at you. Uh, exactly. Now, and, and Duran, I mean, he played, he played well, and he's just a spurt guy right now. Yeah. But he gets you boards. He'll get you offensive boards, most importantly. He had one dunk where you look at it and you're like, that's it. That's the dude. That's the guy that we need. But then you look at the other end of the court. Julius Randle had a dunk on Isaiah Stewart, which he did not like at all. Pushed him afterwards. But stop him. Don't let him score 36 points through three quarters. I know. He didn't play in the fourth. He's a huge enigma. A lot of my friends from New York are Nick fans. I like Some of them hate him. Because they think he's a selfish player and he only cares about well, himself. Dude, you root for the Knicks. I mean, hello. I, I know. I mean, it's a selfish franchise. 
Pretty much. Right? I mean, that's all they care about is whether or not there's butts in the seats. They don't care about a winning product. And there's always butts in the seats. I know. I mean, Pete Davidson sitting courtside with every supermodel this side of the Mississippi. Now he's with Emily Radigowski. I know, my girl. Sitting, <sighs> sitting courtside next to Ben Stiller and his wife. I can't believe what's <laughs> going on in this world. Yeah, and it, it's and amazing. did you see who played for the Knicks last night, too? D. Rose. And former Piston legend. V. He got in at the end. He got three minutes. Yeah, absolutely. You know, hey. dude, they played fourteen guys, and only one didn't score, and that was Fee. <laughs> and look at their starters: Brunson sixteen, Barrett sixteen, Grimes sixteen. Talk about even scoring. Well, huh? look at look at the minutes they played too: Grimes twenty eight, Barrett twenty four, Brunson just eighteen minutes. He is so good. But he's not gonna. They're not gonna do anything unless no. they come out and get another a star. And, that's, he, and he's not a star. He's really good. He's a. He's a. Yes, he is a very good player, but he's not a great player. Right. And there, there's a fine line between that. Yes. Like what Luka Doncic is doing. And we'll get to great him. In, we'll get to him in a second because <laughs> he's here on on Wednesday or Thursday night. Uh, I, I have to give it up for Bagley though. He you know made half of his three pointers, which yeah, but was surprising. That all came in the first quarter. Yeah, I know. That's the problem with him. He was, he was five for ten. He did get what seven rebounds, thirteen points, but he only played twenty three minutes yeah. because they got those guys out of there. I know your boy Isaiah Livers, dude. Still, I know. I mean, he averages like under six points a game. Yeah, he scored more games this year, scoring three points than he has double digits. Mm-hmm. It's just listen. I understand it. I understand that you drafted the kid, but at some point you have to realize that those minutes should be going to somebody else, yeah. right? Yeah, the big enigma to me last night is Alec Burks, who was really good on the West Coast trip, yeah. uh, and he only took two shots last night, both threes, and missed both of them. And when you're down like that, it was the third quarter that really buried the Pistons last night. Yeah, 38-21. to 21. Uh, Shoot. I mean, it's kind of like, listen, he's not Kobe Bryant, but Kobe Bryant, you know, I'm paraphrasing the quote, but he's like, I'd rather take the shot than Mark Madsen taking 15 shots a game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, you should shoot if you're out there, right? Absolutely. I mean, Corey Joseph played well, but we got to stop saying that because Corey Joseph isn't a piece of the future. Here. No. Corey Joseph is a guy, hopefully, you can get to a team that needs a guy coming off the bench for 10 in a minutes title. a game. Yes, yeah. e- exactly. That's what that's what you hope for some of these guys, actually. I mean, you mentioned Duran, so he's been doing pretty well. Here's the other thing, and I'll try to be positive because we haven't talked about them since the trip ended. I, I said, even on our air with, with John Jansen, I said, you know, if they can get two on the West Coast trip, I'd be thrilled. And even when we talked about it before they went into Denver, they win Denver and Utah back to back. Crazy, right? I was like, okay, maybe they turn the page. Yeah. And then, you know, they come back and they actually... They played the Suns well. They played the Suns very well. I said, okay. I thought they were going to go back to back to back, but then the Cavs came here. Yeah, And actually for three and a half quarters, the Pistons played really well. Then Donovan Mitchell said enough of this crap. Yeah. So what do you (laughs) think about Dwayne Casey after the loss to the Knicks saying it was West Coast fatigue? He expected it on Monday, but they played hard on Monday. But come Tuesday or Sunday, Sunday, I'm sorry. And then come Tuesday... The fatigue caught up to him. What do you make of that? I think some of that might be true, but why are you tell? Why are you letting people know? Why are you giving an excuse for a home game where you lose by thirty? You think the people that paid money to see that wants to hear that crap? No, not at all. Not at all. No. And but speaking of paid paid fans that are coming in, these next two games that they got coming in, you have two of the biggest. I'll even say it: the two 
biggest superstars in all of the NBA in Luca and uh, John Moran. Yes. But Luca last night, okay, they beat Golden State. He had 41 again, uh, over 40 points. He's the leading scorer in the league right now, 33 and a half points, making half, 50% of his shots. His three points is not great, 31%, but it's not obviously not horrible. I think he's like top 10 in the league in steals, too. So he does play a little defense. Now, he does flop and whine like a World Cup soccer player. That's the only downside I have of Luca. But correct me if I'm wrong, I think he will be, he'll turn 24 in February. He's still only 23 he's years 23 old. 23 years he's old. He's still only 23 years old. But Stoney, yes, he scored 41, but he also had 12 rebounds. Yeah. He had 12 assists. Yeah. So another 40 point triple double. It's 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 ridiculous what this guy does game in and game out. And I've said it once, I'll say it again. If you're going to spend your hard-earned money on a sporting event in this city, go see that guy. Is he the best player in the league? Yes. Better than Giannis? I mean, different positions, so it's hard to tell. I'm going to say, yeah, because of the age. Yeah. He's 23 years old. He's still developing. I mean, you're not in your prime in the NBA until, what, 26, 27, yeah. 28, something like that. And he's five years from that. It's it's so impressive to see what he does because I'm telling you, you go and watch this kid. Like, if you were to watch him in an open gym and it's like, just him shooting around, right? You'd be like, okay, that guy is very, very, very good. Yeah. Which is every NBA player in an empty gym. They're Correct. very, 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 <laughs> yes. very good. Yeah. But then when you see him play against dudes that are more athletic, maybe not necessarily taller, but more defined as an athlete, he, I mean, it, you don't want to say baby fat, but he's not, you know, ripped. I don't think he's in the gym all the time. There's those famous photos of him in the offseason smoking cigars right. and crap and having a great well, time. Right. He doesn't look like a fit guy. You know what I mean? But he goes out there and controls the basketball game. Like I've told you, Derrick Rose, when he was with the Bulls, his MVP season, oh, going yeah. up and down the court was the fastest thing I've ever seen. That's not Luka. But no. at the same time, he's still moving the court up and down at a very quick rate. And controlling everything around it, and and the team's not even that great that he's playing on. No, you, you look at the, you look at them if you're going to a game or watching it tomorrow night or listening it on on ninety seven on the ticket. You know, it's like oh my god, it's a Pistons alumni club. You got Spencer Dinwiddie, right? You have the the great, the amazing uh, former <laughs> former Piston Christian Wood. He had a solid four points the other night. Yeah, but you know he's averaging eighteen points a game. And they you, have, you talk about it. And, of course, Reggie Bullock. Isn't that great? Yeah, another former Piston. And then, you know, if since they're coming back, Tim Hardaway Jr., he's on the team. That's right. But you look at just their like their bench. It's like Burton's and Kleber, and it's like I, I know. know what you guys are doing. Javal McGee's on this team. Like Frankie Nittalakin is on that team. Well, they just signed Kemba Walker. That's right. Piston legend. <laughs> Piston legend. His, his jersey's going to be going up. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So the the Mavericks right now they're a five hundred team. They're ten and ten. And and Golden State's eleven and eleven. Right. Isn't that funny? Yeah. And He's, they're acting like the sky is falling. If if the Pistons were eleven and eleven right now, we'd have a parade. Oh my God! Playoffs, yes. graphics, that, all the talk. Yeah. Meanwhile, speaking of Golden State, in that game last night where Dallas beat them uh, by the score of one. 15-113, I think it was. Yeah, 160-113. Did you see the end of the game? No. 
Steph going for a three to tie the game got caught for traveling. And it was really? a good it was a good call, but I was stunned that they called it. So now I got to see it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Steph, think this is a podcast, but I'll watch. Okay. Steph Curry gets called for traveling. At the end of the game. Oh, that's 100% of travel. Oh, absolutely. It was because right... he took four steps going back. <laughs> right. You can't do it once and right. then do it he again on his your step back. Yeah. Look, it was the right call. But usually, superstars and Hall of Famers get away with that when the game's on the line. What's he trying to say? Is he trying to say he was pushed? I think he was trying to sell that a little bit. And then they had a chance after that uh, on an inbounds play and Clay missed a three. To end the game, which was... Oh, I was watching an old one. Oh, you are? So this one's not as egregious as the last one. No. But he is... I was watching one where he was trying to call out James Harden. No, no, no. Yeah, he moves. He picks that pivot. Yeah, he does. I mean... Yeah, he totally does. And and good for the ref to call him, right? Yes, I know. That that was so, so surprising. You like those Dallas uniforms? They're okay. They're all right. Did the Pistons ones they were wearing look more like Dallas? Than they yeah, did we talked about that in a previous uh, episode. Do you the like floor. them wearing the teal on the road? I don't. I feel like that should be for us. Uh, Nobody okay. on the road gives a crap about the Pistons teal. Although I did. Who, who the hell was it? I thought I saw somebody. Oh, never mind. That was only between you and I. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> but it's like... It kills me. Yes. Uh, but, you know, something but, go, but John Morant's now coming, too. So. Yes. And he's not, he's one I haven't seen. I got to go on Sunday. I hope he plays. Like, it's the one problem with the NBA is you never know if people are going to play. Oh, correct. Yeah. Sucks. Memphis is a really good team. They're fun to watch. Well, you definitely. get a couple of Michigan State legends, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You got Xavier J- Tillman. And Jaron Jackson Jr. Yeah. How's Jaron been playing this year? But, I mean, Josh scoring 28 a game. Yeah. You don't even really hear about him. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Yeah, so you got Luca here on Thursday, and you got Ja here on Sunday. That's it. I mean, that's that's what you want, right? Mm-hmm. You want to see superstars, and unfortunately, because they're in the different conference, you only get to see them each uh, once a season. Now, I want to ask you about another player who's having a really good season that kind of has a weird piston tie to him. I haven't had a chance to ask anybody about this. But do you remember a trade that the Pistons made last year that got hmm. reneged? Yeah. Bowl, bowl. Yeah, he wasn't healthy enough to play. Right, and then he got surgery, but the other teams still made the trade for him anyway. Like a week later. Right, even though he was having surgery. Bowl, bowl, who is 23 years old, just turned 23, plays for Orlando, Manute Bowl's son. He's averaging 13 points a game, and if you look at the, his game logs, what he's done recently – uh, it's incredible. Monday night against Brooklyn, he was 10 for 15 from the field. He had 24 points, six rebounds, two assists, and, and, and two blocks. Uh, now, he only had six the game before that, but he's 18, 9, 22, 15, 26. I hate to sit there and say, did the Pistons screw up by not just keeping him? Yep. I mean, I like the fact that they thought enough of him to try to acquire him. And then they say, well, you know what? But that's my whole thing. Like, if you did enough to acquire them, you don't go back. And you know what we traded away? Rodney Magruder. And what yeah, else? He's Maybe still say, here in yeah. a second-round pick. Yeah. You, you talk about a – then you can sit there and say, right, we can trade this guy. Now, maybe if they had Bobo, they wouldn't have 
gotten Jalen Duran. I don't, I don't, who the hell knows? But it's just interesting. It's, you know, I, I get obsessed about these type of things. Okay, so even if that is the case, right now, wouldn't you rather have Bull Bull? Yes. Than Jalen Duran? Yeah. I mean, a building for a future. Now, listen, we know that Bull Bull could break at any given <laughs> moment just because of his body. But, Correct. I mean, Duran's the same way. Mm-hmm. He's a guy that was injured in college. Yeah. Like, Big dudes fall hard. <laughs> like, it just happens that way. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it's weird, though, isn't that? I mean, that's going to be one that you're going to, you're. that's like your new Donovan Mitchell, isn't it? It could be. But, you know, at least I think there's some rationale for what they did. There was. I mean, and, and if it wasn't it like his foot or something, too, like, it was something that on a seven foot two guy that you really don't want to have those problems. And. Yeah. I just don't get, like, how you make it and then. So he had the surgery on his foot at first. I don't know. I mean, oh, it was like a failed foot surgery, too. I mean, it's tough, man. I mean, them feet are huge, too. I oh, mean, he's got to be wearing size 20 kicks. I know. He's got it so much like his dad, only he can actually shoot the ball. His dad could shoot the rock. A little bit. If you go back and watch. Yeah, the, I know. But it's a different day and age, too. A 7-7 seven, seven guy shooting a 3 in 1987 He was stationary. Or yeah, like, that didn't happen. Yes, I, I I saw I saw his father play in the summer USBL before he played in the NBA. When I was working in Washington, we did a feature on the team he played on, which was him and Spud Webb on the same team. Oh, yeah. I remember those photos mm-hmm. where he's got his. Um, so I, I, that's one thing I'm jealous of. I've never got to see a 7-7 guy play basketball. Like, I was too young to see, like, Sean Bradley or George right. Mearson or Manu Bowl or. And there really hasn't, or even what was his name? Mark, uh, make Mark, um, Mark Eaton. Eaton. There we go. Yeah. He was seven, five, yeah. seven, six guy. Yeah. Well, he was a, he was a defensive machine. But I think that the tallest I've gotten to see is like the Shaq or Dwight Howard. I guess Porzingis is like seven, three. Yeah. Ralph Sam, oh, Ralph, you're, no, probably, you're too, too young, young for Ralph Sampson. He was seven, but yeah, four. like a seven, seven, like, but we haven't seen, um, God, what's his name? Taco Fall. I haven't seen him. I guess he would be the, oh, how tall is it. Victor? He's, He's like seven, seven five. Okay, male wild. I know seven. Five. Maybe we'll get to see him forty one games a, a year. Oh, we can Dude, only if they think. got him, Stony. It's you, legit. You might, you might get season tickets. I would go a lot. Yeah, I would go a lot. Now I'm very blessed with what I do that I don't have to spend right, my I know. money on it. I, I'm, but, I'm, I'm with you, um, as you know. We do this usually every episode. The the betting line is oh. it out yet? Oh, for for uh, Thursday with Dallas, that's probably not. It's I, not. I would guess Dallas would probably be favored by I don't know six Ten? and a half something. You like think that. it's six and a half? No. Would yeah. you take? I'm taking Dallas. I would take Dallas. Definitely. I don't think the Pistons have anybody that can guard Luca. And I take the over. Yeah. Well, and I, <laughs> but I I do think here here's the one thing I can say about the Pistons, and some people aren't going to like this. I think Killian Hayes is is really starting to progress. You're and right. Show that he can play in this and he league. can shoot a little bit. He he's taken the ball to the rack a lot more confidently than he has in the past. And listen, you kind of need him, right? Yeah, he's only averaging seven and four game, but lately he's been playing much better. Obviously, he's much getting more better. minutes, more kind of three last ten games. He shot forty percent from the field. I mean, that's a big improvement yeah, for him. Huge, absolutely. And if you can get a point guard that can. 
handle the ball and let Cade and Jaden do their things off the ball, that's where you'll succeed because they're not three-point shooters, right? right? The one thing I we failed to mention, and it's, it's, a, it's a little thing, but in the Cleveland game per se, how could you miss that many free throws being a professional basketball player? That team missed. It's got to be a mental thing, right? Yes. Because, I mean, I talked crap to you one time about not being able to make five out of ten or something. Right. You're like, I can do it all day long. Yeah, and I went out and did it. And then you went we, and did it. Right. It, but I don't do it with people, you know, all that. No, but I, I you get, did have my heckling ass sitting there true, and everybody true. rooting against you in yes. this building yes. and blah, blah, blah. And I'm so an old pressure, fart. I'm not saying it's the same pressure <laughs> no, as, no, you no. know, the 8,000 people that are at LCA watching you play. Right. That are rooting for you beyond... Right. It's exactly. got to be such a mental block. I know. Because, dude, you've, I mean, we saw it with Ben Wallace. We watched him at that practice facility, free throw after free throw, yeah. not hitting the I used rim. to hate when people would call up, oh, he needs to practice his free throws. No. Dude. Incredible. Him and even Drummond, they would practice their free throws constantly. And drain them. Yeah. Like, if you put Ben Wallace in an open gym back then, he would have shot 75% from free throw. <laughs> I know. Absolutely. Guaranteed, because I sat there and watched it, and I'm like, what is going on that when the bright lights turn up, it's just some people can't it's get why out some, of their own way. Some people are clutch players, some people aren't. And I mean, want that ball in that scenario. And some, but you're and right, people it's, don't. it's weird, because this is the best of the best of the best, and I'm telling you, if you ever get to watch an NBA practice, like Doug Karsh from Karsh and Anderson talks about the practice network, it's something to watch. Oh, man. yeah. It's crazy how uh-huh. good they are. All right. That's uh, another episode of Restore the Floor. Don't forget, uh, we'll be back with the next episode, probably Friday, as we looked at the look ahead to Memphis and look at what happened with the Luca and the Mavericks at the LCA on Thursday. Talk to you soon.